If you are with me, say, I hear you. You need to stay in long prayer to sustain your victory. That's why Jesus prayed. Mark 1.35. He has to pray every day to sustain his victory. Whatever you did to have the results, you must do it to maintain the results. Some of you were praying, God give you a good marriage. Suddenly you stop the prayer. You were praying, God give you a job. Suddenly you stop the prayer. You know, pastor, I know these days, the way my work is very uh, difficult and demanding, demanding, demanding. Hey, but when you were, not, you were looking for a job, you made time to pray. Listen to me. Your shadows will never get low. Whenever your shadows are getting, getting low, it means that you have nothing doing and you are becoming irrelevant. Every one of us, as we age and as, as, as time progresses, we will get busy and busy and busy. Who was busier than Jesus? Look at the Synoptic Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. The Bible said the entire world, they were looking for him. Even kings, Herod, Pilate. At the time of his crucifixion, the Bible recalls that they desired in his heart. They were waiting to see this young man long ago. One time the disciples came and they said, Master, everyone is looking for you. Do you know what he said to them? He said, let us go to the other side of, of, of the river to preach. For this cause, the Son of Man had come. So Jesus was the, the, the most, he was the busiest person. His shadow was so tight, yet he made time to pray. So stop that excuse you are giving. Pastor, you know, my work, my work, my work. You know, my marriage, my marriage, my marriage. You know, my children, my children, my children. As for those students who say they are students, they are going to write exam. So they cannot pray. <laughs> Listen, there is no excuse that is legitimate. You can always make time for prayer. You can always make time. Don't allow Satan to rob you. Don't allow the devil to use any excuse to rob you. You need to stay on for long. So you can sustain your victory. Whatever you got by prayer, you must pray to maintain it. Whatever God gave you by prayer, you must pray to maintain it. Whatever you got by prayer, you must pray to maintain it. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? Whatever the Lord gave you by prayer, you must pray. Your victory will be sustained by the prayer. If you pray to, to get a job in a place, say, pray to maintain the job. If you pray for God to give you a marriage, pray for the marriage to be maintained. If you pray to have a scholarship, pray for the scholarship to be maintained. Can I tell you something? Satan never gives up. When he left Jesus, the Bible said he left Jesus for an opportune time. Look at what happened in Exodus chapter 17 verse 8. He wrestled with Moses and Israel in the valley of Rephidim in the resting place. At the place of relaxation. That was where he wrestled with them. So don't relax in prosperity. Don't relax in prosperity. There are church folks, believers all over our world who fasted for years and fasted for days. For God to grant them a blessing. There are men of God who fasted to receive an anointing. Immediately they got the anointing. They started using it. And they left the place of prayer. And suddenly they are hit by scandals. Suddenly the strange woman came after them. Suddenly their desire started going after strange things. And they will tell you it's not about prayer. Then it's about what? It's not about prayer. It's about Jesus that we are following. He prayed. 
Jesus preaches better than you. There is no preaching you are preaching now. Jesus hasn't preached. But yet he prayed. Long before the, he prayed. So stop telling us that it's not about prayer. It's about what? That prayer is not part of success equation. Prayer is not part of... Who told you that? Many preachers prayed. Prayed. The time where, where they had nothing. The time when they had nobody. Nobody knew them on TV, on radio. They were broke and busted and poor and wretched. They cried to God daily. They were in the forest fasting and praying. Some prayed and fasted and collapsed. Blood was coming out of their mouth. Now God has blessed them. They have cars. They can fly to wherever they want to fly to. They can eat wherever they want to eat. By a click on their phone. They have everything at their disposal. And they stand on the altar and tell us it's not about prayer. God, may God help you and I. That when we get to our place of blessing and wealth. We will not forget that it was prayer that brought us far. God help you and I that when we get to the summit of our calling, we will not forget that it was prayer and fasting that brought us far. Never be deceived. Never follow any pastor, any preacher who tells you it's not about prayer. It's not about praying long. You know, just pray for a few minutes and deliver the word. Hear me? You can affect people intellectually. And guess what? The people, Jesus never affected anybody intellectually. Jesus' impact on the world was completely spiritual. Spiritual. The people, those who have affected the world intellectually, the plateaus, the scientists, the professors, the Albert Einstein and co. But yet, the world still remains in darkness. And that's why Christ came with power. Because it is only power that can confront darkness. So you can preach intellectually and give people the Hebrew and the Greek and the Hebrew, the renditions and you wow people, you will affect their mind, but you will not be able to affect their spirit and touch their heart. Because in the time of true revival and power, the first thing everybody seeks for is repentance. And it comes by the power of the anointing. Never follow any pastor, any preacher who downplays prayer. Like Wesley said, it seems God can do nothing for humanity until someone prays. And so don't be fooled. It is not prayer. Then it is what? Prayer must undergird your preaching. Jonathan Edwards prayed for 17 hours and he preached a sermon titled Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God. I watched a movie or video of a sort. According to the history we were told about Jonathan Edwards, Back in the 17th century, the man didn't preach like I'm preaching. He wrote the sermon on paper and he read it. Whilst he was reading, people were broken in heart. They were broken in spirit. They were crying, revival. Thousands gathered unto God. And that sermon remained till date. Every good preacher and studious preacher would have come across the material of Jonathan Edwards. If you are a man that seeks for revival. He prayed for 17 hours. After writing the sermon, he played it down and prayed for 17 hours. He only came and he read it. He read it. He read it. He read the sermon. He just read the sermon. Healings were taking place. Hearts were being broken. Repentance going on. Revival taking place. Because he prayed on it. Kadama hadumakadabaya, akumbele kosa talabaya. 
Oh, that you brood over us again. That the wells of revival will fall upon us. That the rains of fire will come over us. In the name of Jesus. Drive us to the place where we seek your face. Day and night. Give us nothing but God. Take the world and give us God. Take the world and give us God. May that unction come upon us. May that unction come upon the church. May it come upon us. May it come upon us. In the name of Jesus. As you are watching me, I pray for you. May the power to stay in the place of prayer for long rest over your life. Some of us, some of you, where you are coming from, you are coming from a deadly home. You are coming from a dangerous home. Like I've always said, if your father is not David, you can never pray the prayer of Solomon. Two men went to God. Two men encountered God. God came to two men by night. But he came with different message. He came to Solomon and said, what shall I do for you? Solomon said, give me wisdom that I will take care of these people. He said, no, because you have not asked for the head of your enemies. I will add riches and wealth to it. And there shall be no man rich and wise like you on the surface of the earth. The same God appeared to Gideon and he said, Gideon, go to your father's house and destroy the altars of Baal that he has raised. So if your father never served God, if your father was not David, you cannot be praying the prayer of Solomon. For some of us, where we come from, it demands that we stay in the place of prayer for long because sometimes some of the people, what would take them 30, just 30 minutes to get, some of us, it will take us long because we are dealing with layers of darkness, layers of darkness. Don't watch the prayer of Solomon if you are not Gideon. And don't walk with Solomon if you are not Gideon when it comes to prayer. When you go to a prayer meeting and there is a Solomon standing by your side, move from Solomon and look for another Gideon. Because the Gideons have altars in their house. They have long-standing battles. People die at the age of 16. They have long-standing battles. Women don't survive in marriage. They have long-standing battles. The men always practice polygamy. They have long-standing battles. People go into ministry. They don't survive. They only move around with titles. I am Reverend Doctor. I am Bishop Doctor. I am Supreme Master Prophet. And yet, their ministries are limited within the parameters of their region. But like Jesus, he broke through Nazareth. When they said, can any good thing come out of Nazareth? He said, come and see. Come and see. Come and see. Come and see. Come and see, come and see what the Lord has done. May this be your song one of these days. You will pray and break through long-standing history. Anything that has become a proverb in your father's house and in your mother's house, by the power of prayer, people don't succeed. The Lord will lift up your head by the power of prayer. They don't live above 40. You will go into your 50, your 60, your 70, your 100. In the name of Jesus, their marriages don't work. Your marriage will become an example. In the name of Jesus, their ministries don't expand. Your ministry shall become a symbol, an epitome of excellence. They will point to it. The Bible says you are an eternal. Hey, you are an eternal excellency. The joy of many generations. I pray your 
your marriage shall become a joy of many generations. Your business shall become a joy of many generations. Your life shall become a joy of many generations. Who am I talking to this morning? I lay my hands on my head and I stretch it over your life. I declare by the anointing of the Spirit of God, any power that has wrestled with you, keep you at one place, taking away from you the appetite to pray, the power to push, the ability to persist and to press through. I declare, let the neck and the head of that power be broken over your life. Be released into your defining moment. Be released into your destiny. Be released into your place of shining in the name of Jesus. If I were you, I would type amen and scream and receive it. Kanda mahadumahaya. Kendele mekotapaya. Akumba kanda gabaya kadabaha. If you go to a prayer meeting and you meet some Solomon, please excuse that Solomon. His father was a bishop. The father prayed and fasted, laid foundations, dealt with layers of darkness, made covenant with God that will affect his generation, even to the 10th generation. By you, your father, he served idols. He bowed to waters. He consulted powers. And he sold the generation. Like Nahum chapter 3 verse 4. The witchcraft that select nations and families to a witchcraft. You have been sold through witchcraft. So you see all manner of complications around your life. The same thing everybody is doing and succeeding. You try, you don't succeed. You are not a Solomon. You are a Gideon. And so go back to the place of prayer. And hold on to the horns of the altar. Cry unto God. Our destinies are different. Our anointings are different. Our grace, our purposes on this earth are different. Don't judge yourself by what you see others doing. Because what works for others will not work for you. 30 minutes prayer work for someone, it will not work for you. It will not work for you. Stay in the place of long prayer. Jesus practiced the same thing. Mark 1.35. I'm preaching from that verse. In case you just join us. I'm, I'm loving it. Kadamahaya. The next thing I want to talk about to see the reality of the prophetic word concerning your life. Time will not permit me. I've preached on this over and over and over and over again. That every prophetic word is a prayer topic. Every prophecy is a prayer topic. Bible scholars tell us that Elijah prayed for 17 hours before the heavens were unlocked. After he locked it himself. He prayed for 17 hours before he saw the hand that looked like the, 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 the fist of a man. You have to stay in the place of long prayer to see the reality of the blessing, to see the reality of the prophecy. You know why? Because that prophecy is connected to others. Because once God lifts you, an entire nation is lifted. And so you think the devil is going to sit down to see you just rise up easily like that? No. Nothing comes easily in this life. The book of Isaiah says, come and buy. You don't have money. But have you taken time to consider the word, the wording of that verse? He said, come and buy. You don't have, you don't, who don't have, you that do not have money. How do you buy something when you don't have money? It means you are going to pay, but not with money. But you pay with something else. It's not only money we used to buy. People buy things with their soul. People buy things with their body. <laughs> so by all means, there is always a price you pay. 
So if you don't stay at the place of long prayer, First Kings chapter 18, time will not permit me for, but you can read that, you can put that in the comment box so that they read it. First Kings 18, verse 41 to 43. He prayed long to see the manifestation of the prophecy. So don't just get excited because you receive a prophetic word. I have prophesied to many people, thousands of people that I don't even remember. Some come to pass, some don't come to pass. And I believe that many of them that don't come to pass as a result of the fact that they don't carry the word and wage with it and war with it. Don't hear a word and go and sit over a cup of coffee or tea. The Lord has spoken. The Lord shall perform. No. You must walk to see the manifestation of your prophetic word. Hallelujah. There are prophecies hanging over your life. That was all when Paul wrote to Timothy. He said, Timothy, let me tell you something. You are a young man. He said, because of the prophecies you have received, by the laying on of hands of the presbytery, he said, by them, wage a good warfare. Why? Because God can promise you light and you see darkness. God can promise you good, you see evil. God can promise you blessings and you see curses. So he said, by this prophecy, he, he, he didn't say pray, he said, wage a good warfare. Warfare. He said, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. There is a difference between boxing and wrestling. When I talk about long prayers, I am talking about wrestling. We are wrestling. Just imagine the wrestling scene. Before you put the back of your enemy down, it does not take a second. And Jesus wrestled. Paul wrestled. He said, I wrestled with the beast of Ephesus. You must wrestle. If you don't wrestle, there will be words hanging on you. You'll be so close to the miracle and yet you'll not be touching them. You'll not be touching them. You'll not be touching them. Why? Because you have not applied yourself to long moments, long seasons, long hours of prayer. Pastor, are you saying I have to pray long before I see my blessing? Yes. Read my lips. That is what I'm telling you. Yes. The blessing that will outlive you and trickle down into your first, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh generation. It's a blessing that will come as a result of wrestling. It's a blessing that will come as a result of wrestling. The word that will come into manifestation over your life that will outlive you even when you are dead and gone is the one that will come as a result of toiling, as a result of wrestling. What am I saying? Learn to stay long in prayer to see the manifestation of God's prophetic word over your life. In case you just join me, I'm about to run up. I've been talking about the essence of prayer from Mark chapter 1 verse 35 and from Exodus chapter 7 verse 8 to 10. I've been talking about the essence of prayer. In Mark chapter 1 verse 35, we saw four keys in the prayer life of Jesus. Number one, it was private. Number two, it was planned. Number three, it was consistent. And number four, it was prolonged. And in the prolongedness of the prayer, um, I related to the reason why you must stay in long prayer from Exodus chapter 17. When Amalek came after Moses, his, his hands stayed for long. As long as the hands of Moses went down, he lost the battle. When we stop praying on our land, we will lose the battle against the virus. 
But as long as prayer is ongoing, fathers are praying, mothers are praying, children are praying. COVID-19 is a history. As long as you are praying, your joblessness is a history. Your poverty is history. As long as we are in the place of long prayer, this thing that you always have to seek people before you eat, call them before you eat, beg someone before you get something, it will soon be history. It will soon be history. Prolong prayer. And I said you have to pray long. Stay in the place of prayer to win some long battles in life. Number two, I said you have to pray long to sustain the victory you have won in those long battles. Because whatever you go through prayer, you must sustain it by prayer. And number three, I said you have to stay in the place of long prayer to see the manifestation of the prophetic word over your life. First Kings chapter 18 from verse 42, 41 to 43. Take note of those scriptures in case you just join. I pray that this sermon will not just affect your mind intellectually, but it will move from your mind to your spirit and cause some impact in your life. I pray that when we leave this scene, you will stay in the place of prayer. Pray in your office. Pray at your place of work. You can pray in the office. Say, Pastor, you know I'm a banker. I can't pray in the bank. Oh, you can pray in the bank. You can pray in the bank. Whilst you are, whilst you are, you are, you are on your, on your, on your PC, on your laptop. Whilst you are writing, Lakunda Bazumbra Kando Satabaha. You have spoken in tongues in a second. You go to the washroom. Rekoto Sika Duma Hagunda Gaba. Go to the place. The time of lunch. Lekra Dagabahara Tumba Kando Zagadabahaya. You can pray. I'm telling you, you can pray. You can pray all night. You can pray all day long. You can pray all season long. <laughs> I remember years ago, somewhere 2007, I used to do clinical practice at 37. My break time. Sometimes whilst we are with the patient standing in there, I'll be doing lakumba, kunda, kadumaha, kande, kadula, makanda, kadabahaya. I walk on the corridor, likadabahaya, kandula, bahaya. Listen, whatever you apply your mind to do, you can achieve it. There is no excuse. There is no excuse. There is no excuse. Whatever you plan your mind, you can do. Don't people gossip at work? Don't they gossip at work? They talk about things. One of the places you can see gossip is corporate sector. Corporate sector. People gossip. They spend gossiping time. You can change that gossip time into prayer time. can change it. I pray that these keys I've given to you will revolutionize your prayer life. It will turn your, play, your prayer life around. I pray that you will share your testimony with me. I pray that I will see you at the top. I pray that you will not remain where you are. I pray that you will not remain where we saw you yesterday. I pray that by the time 2020 is over, we will not see you at where you began in January. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you might have been born in a poor house. But don't stay there. You might have been born in a broke home. But don't stay there. You might have been born in a home where nobody went to school. But don't stay there. You might have been born in a place where everybody is incapacitated. Disadvantaged of one factor or the other. Like Jephthah. The Bible said because the mother was a harlot. They threw him out of the house. Hey. But when they threw Jephthah out of the house. Jephthah was.
was away, but he was not wasting away. It was just a matter of time. The Bible said it came to time in the pro it came to pass in the process of time that he rose up and became a giant on the land. I declare in the name of the Lord Jesus by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. May you become a financial giant. May you become a, a financial giant. May you become a giant in the ministry. May you become a giant in this nation. May you become a giant in this country. May the Lord amplify my voice. May the Lord amplify your voice. May the Lord amplify your business. May the Lord amplify your business. May the Lord amplify the works of your hands. May the Lord amplify us. Many are dead that said of us, there is no help from the Lord. But thou, O God, you are my shield and my glory. The lifter of my head. May the Lord lift up our head. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh not from my father. My help cometh not from my mother. My help not cometh from, from my nation. But my help cometh from the El Leon, the Almighty. I pray today as the eyes of the maid, as the eyes of the master. Hey, look it up. I pray in the name of Jesus. So our eyes look it up unto you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we lift up our eyes that you put upon us. Father, we lift up our hands that your spirit will tabernacle upon us. You will push us to the place of prayer like Jesus. The Bible said and the spirit drove him into the wilderness. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. May the spirit drive you to a place of waiting. May the spirit drive you to a place where you stay and pray to win long battles, to sustain victories in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord causes countenance to shine over you. The Lord make you the head and not the tail. Those who look down upon you, they will look up to you. When you pray, those who look down upon you, they will look up to you. When you pray, those who despise you, tomorrow, they will look up to you. What is he doing? Is he preaching? Forget it. Don't worry about them. Stay on what you are doing. What is he doing? Is he doing business? We will see his downfall. Forget about them. Stay on prayer. I pray today in the name of the Lord Jesus. Those who are waiting to celebrate your downfall. To celebrate your downfall. To say, yeah, we said it. They will see your rising. And they will wait for long. They will be buried and you will be here. In the name of Jesus. Hey, they said of David, when shall he die? I declare, some are waiting for millions to die in Africa. We will not die. Millions to die will not die. They are waiting to see your ministry go down. They are waiting to see my ministry go down. They are waiting to hear bad news over my life. Bad news over your life. But we declare as the Lord liveth in the place of prayer. We pronounce, we replace victory over every bad wish and of every evil intention and projections. They are projecting against you, against your children, your marriage, your loved ones, your business, the works of your hands. I declare in the name of Jesus, anyone that has imagined an, an evil imagination, an evil thought against you, I declare by the hand of the law, in the place of defeat, they will see your victory. In the place of going down, they will see your rising up. Then you shall become radiant. You shall become radiant. You shall become radiant. Then shall your morning break forth like lightning all over from the left to the right may you break forth break forth in business break forth in career break forth in academia break forth in marriage break forth in ministry break forth break forth break forth break forth financially break forth break forth 
Kandula Makadaba, Ikondo Sakumba Kata, Breakfast, 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 Breakfast. It is said, Is this not Jesus? And the, the son of Mary, and the sisters not with us. Where has he gotten this power from? Hey, that shall be your testimony. Is this not justice? Is this not Kwame? Is this not Dixon? Is this not Abigail? Is this not Jason? Do we not know him? Where has he gotten the power from? And you will say unto them, It is the doing of the law, and it is marvelous in our sight. Receive this prophetic word over your life, over your children, over your career in the name of Jesus. I declare, let your business rise up, let your work rise up, let your ministry rise up, let your country rise up, let Ghana rise up. We break from, from the virus, let any virus that has hold that has its hold on us is grip of our life. We break forth, we break forth, we break out, we break out, we break forth in the name of Jesus. Your ministry will be celebrated. Forget about mockers. Everybody began from somewhere. I said your ministry will be celebrated. Elisha the Tishbite. It was said, history tells us that Elisha was a bushman. Nobody knew his father and the mother. Hey, Katulama, you may not have been connected to great men of God or great politicians, great business people, but you rise up because God is your father. David said, if my father and my mother has forsaken me, then the Lord shall take me up. I prophesy today under this unction and I declare by the hands of the elderly, whatever, no matter how obscure, inconspicuous your work is, your ministry, your businesses, I declare in the name of the Lord Jesus, I speak to these airways, to these media you are watching me right now. Let oil from above drop over your head. Let oil from above drop over your ministry, over your career, over your job, over your marriage. In the name of Jesus, wherever you went down, begin to rise up. When men shall say there is a casting down, you shall declare there is a lifting up. There is a lifting up from your father's house. There is a lifting up from your mother's house. There is a lifting up from your church. There is a lifting up from your community. There is a lifting Lifting up from your nation in the name of Jesus, I declare by apostolic decrees that in the name of the Almighty, may the Lord lift up your head, may the Lord lift up your work, may the Lord lift up your ministry, may the Lord lift up your career, may the Lord lift up your children, may the Lord lift up anything that you represent or anything that concerns you, may the Lord lift up whatever your hands touches. Receive the anointing to multiply, receive the anointing to increase, receive the anointing to blossom, receive the anointing to be fruitful in the name of Jesus. Anything that is dead in your life, I call it a life. Anything that is not working in your life, I command it to come back to life. Anything that is dying in your life, I command it to rise up again. Son of man, can these bones live again? Oh God, I know. It's a prophesy. As a prophesy, life began to enter. Ganduma Gundagadabaya, bone to bone, flesh over the bones. Receive the unction right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I bless you. I bless you. I bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. God bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord cause his countenance to shine upon you. The Lord make you the head and not the tail. May you be celebrated among your peers. May you never go down. When men say there is a casting down, may you declare there is a lifting up. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the weak say, I am strong. And let the poor say, I am rich. Let this be your blessing. In the name of God, the Father, the Son, 
and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. God bless you.